This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Hello guys and welcome to Oddson Serie. We have Derby de la Capitale. We have Derby d'Italia. So what an amazing match day in Italy. We are going to analyze everything with Danny Fisichella, but I also want to know your opinion. So let me know what you think in the comment section and you will also have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. Besides, do not forget to click on the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And now let's go on with the show. We have an amazing match day in Serie A this weekend after the games in Coppa Italia. Hello, Danny, how are you? Ciao Edward, okay, thank you. Ciao Dani, so let's analyze everything because in Coppa Italia all the favorites won, but they struggle, Dani. Yeah, absolutely, uh, because there were a lot of changes, informations, Milan, Juventus, Inter, they needed extra time to go to the next round, uh, Napoli struggled against Empoli, uh, perhaps only Atalanta were comfortable in the end, and the big shock was Sassuolo defeated at home against uh, Spal, but I'm sure uh, there will be many more changes in the formations uh, this weekend, and I think uh, the top teams are going to uh, try, obviously, to put out the best performances and we got at least three very important games uh, this week. Yep, and uh, starting from the one on Friday, Derby de la Capitale, in my opinion, the best derby in Europe, really, really hot one when we have uh, supporters in the standings. These two teams, Lazio and Roma, didn't play Coppa Italia. They will do it uh, next week. And, uh, well, we know how important this game is for the city, for Rome. They are passionate about football. And to this derby, I would say that Roma arrives in better shape. They are third. For sure, they arrive better in the standings. Six points more than the neighbors. Roma drew against Inter. And we are seeing how the Giallo Rossi are really strong in the Olympico decision. They haven't lost. Uh, yet, whereas Lazio, they struggle at the beginning of the season, but they are getting better and better, Danny. They beat Parma, they beat Fiorentina in the last two games. Immobilized scoring, now 11 goals for the striker. And the odds show us that Roma is favorite, actually. Uh, Roma is favorite because uh, at the Olimpico, although this game is played formally at Lazio uh, ground, but obviously it's in the Olimpico, Roma this year, and they never lost. I think Roma against Inter, uh, they perhaps took a step backwards in terms of the, the style of play they played because they were under pressure for many uh, minutes, especially in the second half, but they showed resilience, courage, they were tenacious, and in the end they got a draw uh, they deserved. Uh, Lazio, uh, perhaps if we look at the form, they arrived to this game a little bit better because they are uh, on the back of a back-to-back -back win and they especially they start scoring very good team goals. So we are seeing Lazio clicking, especially in up front with Caicedo and Mobile is a very good partnership. Luis Alberto uh, look inspired. The derbies are very difficult to uh, predict in Italy. We know that and obviously this game is no uh, different and this is a, a game that will be key for both teams if they want to finish in the top four. At the moment, Roma finishing the top four, the odds are two and Lazio, the odds are ten. How things have changed from last season. 
So for this is for this game, very difficult to predict. I say, I think both will score because both defense tend to concede quite a bit, and both to score it's two fifteen. All right. Last year, remember, both games were draws. So as you say, always the derbies are very difficult to predict, especially between these two teams, Lazio Roma. What a game in the Olimpico! A shame that we cannot see supporters. And uh, moving on, on Saturday, the first game we have is Bologna-Verona. Here, Verona doing way, way better this season. They beat uh, Crotone with Di Marco scoring again in the last game. Whereas Bologna, they lost with Genoa 2-0 after five straight draws. Now they are eight winless games uh, in this run. So Mihailovic's team needs to wake up. The odds for the home team are lower. But we know that uh, Verona is a very tricky team to host. They've won uh, three games already on the road this season, including Lazio. So I wouldn't trust actually here Bologna. I don't know if you agree with me. I watched Bologna playing against Genoa last Saturday and I was really disappointed by the lack of attacking options they have. The same as Sinisa Mihailovic said after the game, they need to invest, they need a striker also because uh, Santander, the big Paraguayan, will be out until March. Uh, Sansone, one of the attacking options they have, is still not recovering from an injury. So I'm not sure if playing with uh, three behind Palacio, Palacio's only striker up front, is the best formation for them. They need a bit better support. <clears throat> they only kept one clean sheet in the last eight games, Bologna, and they're gonna face Verona, who's the best defense in the league alongside Napoli and Juventus. We said about Verona before, they are compact, they are organized, maybe they don't score many goals, but they are very hard uh, to beat, and in fact, they are unbeaten in the last three. I see the Scaligeri, the Verona slightly favorite on this one, so I will go for a Asian handicap of zero, which pays 222. Obviously, if Verona draw, you don't lose your money, you get your money back, and you get your money, double your money almost even more if they win away at Stadio Dallara. Yep, good odds for Verona playing away at Dallara. A very important game for the relegation battle is the next one, Torino Spezia. Torino right now in relegation zone in Coppa Italia. They drew against Milan, but they lost in the penalty shootout. And before they also traveled to San Siro and they lost 2-0. But in the last four games, the previous four games, they got positive results for Gianpaolo's men. So it, they are kind of in a good run or in a good trend, I would say. And now they host Spezia who beat Napoli and Sampdoria with Enzola. Someone was asking us about uh, the striker in our last video and Spezia with these uh, two victories. Now they are five points above relegation and we see the odds pretty low for Torino, 2.16 now. Let's start with Zola, which probably is doubtful to start from the first minute. He scored nine goals in the last 10 games, but he picked up a knock against Sampdoria, so he might not start the game. And I think that will really uh, compromise or spoil Spezia's chances. Not because Spezia are lost without him, but because he's so pivotal to finish off the many chances they created. Spezia are an impressive team for the way they play, 4-3-3, they press very high. And also also, 
credit to them for not changing the way they play no matter who they play against and this system uh, seems to work they also have a very interesting uh, midfielder in Pobega under 21 he already scored three and of course he was uh, on target in the last uh, few weeks Torino uh, they gave me a good impression midweek in San Siro because they drew nil nil and they play most of their reserves uh, player whereas in the previous game against Milan on Saturday they were far too defensive I'm still convinced 4-5-1 is not the best system with them Belotti need a little bit more support up there so I'm not sure if Giampaolo is gonna get so many goals as he needs uh, this week and because of Zola probably missing I will go for a low scoring game under 2.5 goals which pays 203 so just basically double your your money Right, uh, low score game. Let's see in uh, Genova. We have Sampdoria Udinese, two teams that are in the middle of the table. They shouldn't get any problems, in my opinion, in terms of relegation, and they shouldn't be really uh, hopeful to get into European positions. Sampdoria, they lost the derby against Spezia after beating Inter. And Udinese, they lost to Napoli, but they were this close to get al menos a point. Although the team from Friuli, they have no victories in the last six games. They were unlucky against Napoli Udinese because they had chances to think to win the game, multiple chances, but because the lack of a goal scorer, uh, they don't convert them. So they do create a lot by the midfielder, especially via the pole, which is the most but clearly the best player I think they will hang on to him into this transfer market but then they don't uh, they don't score the chances and they concede 10 in the last four so the chances of them losing the game then are quite high we need to say they've already had two away wins uh, this uh, season so you know it's not it won't be easy for Sampdoria Sampdoria again a step back uh, compared to the win against Inter when they play Spezia the issue with Ranieri is that the, the, the team is very organized, but sometimes it doesn't change the way they play uh, in due course. So if they go behind, they keep playing the same way and then uh, they can see chances and lose. I think against Spezia, they could have easily brought in a second striker. So have Keita alongside Quagliarella. And I think probably they would have drawn or won the game. This time around, I think Ranieri, because he is missing Yankto in the field, is going to play with two up front. So I will go for Sampdoria to score first, Sampdoria to take the lead, because I think they're going to have a better attacking mindset with Quagliarella and Keita, and that's phase 2.10. All right, so then from the Luigi Ferraris, we go to the Diego Armando Maradona on Sunday morning. Napoli Fiorentina, Napoli in European position, six right now. David Empoli suffering in Coppa Italia again. Petagna scoring the winner. And before they struggled, we just said to beat Udinese, but their last game at home was a defeat, shocking defeat, I would say, against Spezia and Fiorentina kicked out of the Coppa Italia by Inter in the extra time. But in Serie A, they won their last game against uh, Cagliari with Vlaovic, which, uh, who is in really great form lately. Fiorentina struggled on the road this season, only one victory and was against Juve. Mm, and the odds here suggest us that Napoli should win, but I think the odds are really low to trust uh, Gattuso's men. 
I think, uh, yes, Napoli are favorites, but uh, they are in a very strange uh, moment. They almost had a blackout after they lost against Inter in December. They didn't deserve to lose that game, but then they lost Mertens as well and Koulibaly for a period, so they became uh, very shaky. At the moment, they are struggling against everyone, absolutely everyone. They also did against Empoli in uh, midweek. Maybe the good news is Mertens might start from the bench, so he'll probably be brought on in the second half. Koulibaly is back, but they are missing both Manolas and Di Lorenzo at the back. So I think there are still troubles for Gattuso that needs to understand which man from the bench he can actually trust to do the job for Fiorentina. They're getting their fighting spirit back, that's for sure, and they showed it against Cagliari uh, because they won the game just because they won it most. They weren't better than Cagliari, but they had that more willpower. And against Inter midweek, yes, they showed uh, good stuff as well. Uh, I think just they need consistency now with Prandelli, and um, they're going to have a very important man back, Ribéry, so that could guarantee them I think more chances and perhaps goals, they're gonna miss the captain Petzella at the back. So because th there is a lot of changes in the formation and none of this team is gonna play with the best 11, and again, they are going through a very patchy spell, I would go for a high scoring game. So over three goals, and that's 328, uh, the total odds. Okay, then from Napoli, we travel even more to the south. Crotone Benevento, two teams that were promoted last season, two teams from the deep south of Italy face-to-face. -face. Benevento for sure doing way better in their second season in the Serie A. Uh, they lost in the last game against Atalanta at home, but be careful because on the road they had back-to-back -back victories. They beat Udinese and Cagliari in their last two games and Crotone they lost against uh, Elas Verona again, their last three games were defeats and they are going to the Serie B straight away. So the odds here for Benevento, 2.43, not bad. I'm going to shock you in this one and because I've looked at the recent form of, of Crotone. Yes, they are disappointing. Yes, they are the worst defense in the league, 40 goals conceded. The odds for them relegated is 1.25, so basically the bookmakers think they're going to go down for sure. However, in the last three away home games, they beat two of their teams of their caliber. They beat Spezia and Parma. That means they could be a match. They could give a good game to teams that are in their league. Are Benevento in their league? I think they are. I think this Benevento are just adapting a little bit better to Serie A. But if we take them man for man, they're not better than Crotone. Last year in Serie B, they were battling for the first uh, position. Of course, Benevento had already won four away games, but they got absentees this week as well. They miss Chiattarella, Letizia, Caldirola. So it's not the ideal formation for uh, Inzaghi. I would say Crotone, I will give a slight advantage to Crotone because I think they need a reaction at this time, but I'm going to be cautious. Asian handicap of zero for Crotone pays 2.05. So again, you are safe, your money is safe if he does if he dance in a two. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned Parma, and Parma is traveling to the Mape Stadium to face Sassuolo. The most shocking game of Coppa Italia was that the Sassuolo Espal with the Serie B team winning 0-2. At the Mape in Serie A, Sassuolo also lost their last game against uh, 
Juve are now they face Parma in a really bad situation. Five defeats in a row, eight winless games. They are in relegation positions. Will Parma wake up now? They need because they just changed the manager. Roberto D'Aversa is back after he was removed, after he's been there for four years. Obviously, Liverani didn't work for them. They are tipped for relegation. 1.83 the odds for Parma to go down, which will be shocking considering the team they have. They cannot keep clean sheets. They haven't kept an away clean sheet this season so far. They don't score the worst attack in the league and they face a Sassuolo that is still the surprise package of Serie A. They sit in seventh position, but perhaps because of the way they finished last season very strong, we were expecting more this season. At the moment, they become a little bit inconsistent. Two wins, three defeats in the last five and a shocking defeat against Pal in midweek. However, I was more disappointed by the way they approached the second half in Turin after they got the equalizer. They lost control of the game and they were comfortable 1-1, even with one man less. And unfortunately, as the Zerbi, the manager already pointed out many times this season, they let stupid goals in because they have lapses in concentrations at the back. So I think Sassuolo want to bounce back from the defeat in the cup, which will be disappointing for them. I'm going to go for an Asian handicap minus one for the home team, which pays 228. So is it victory for the home team? In your opinion, probably the same you will predict in the next one. Atalanta Genoa in Bergamo. Atalanta really informed David Cagliari in Coppa. The last three games in Serie were victories. Their last defeat was in the 28th of December of November. So Gasperini click and the team is working again towards the Champions League positions in the Serie A. And Genoa, they lost in the extra time against Juve in Coppa Italia, but they got a very important victory in Serie A in their last game against uh, Bologna. So Ballardini actually is making a reaction out of Genoa. He's a better team in the last weeks, but it's very difficult in the recent weeks to get something out of Bergamo, Dani. Absolutely. If we look at these two teams, probably these are the two most informed teams at the top and at the bottom of the league. But obviously the golfing quality is quite high between them. Atalanta scored 15 in the last four games, including the Cup. Since they got Ilicic playing back, he's been the best player so far. He creates chances, he gets assists, sometimes he scores the odd goals. He's really a mercurial player. Muriel, six goals. Zapata, five goals in the last five. The second best attack, I think, you know, going forward, Atalanta are one of the best teams perhaps in Europe, although they do concede only three clean sheets uh, so far. If they keep this form, they could challenge for the title. Because remember on Wednesday, then they go to Udinese and they got a game in hand. So potentially they are only six points behind Milan and nothing is impossible for them. If you, if you want to bet on them to win the title, the odds are 12.5. It seems high, 
but you know, stranger things have happened in football. Uh, Genoa, seven points out of 12 in the last four with Ballardini, confirmed the progresses uh, in midweek against Juventus. They are out of the relegation zone, so they got a good balance. But I'm going to say Atalanta favorite is a very difficult one to bet because the odds are quite low for Atalanta. So you don't get much for your money. You can try Atalanta to win both halves as they did just yesterday against Cagliari. That pays 2.75. Okay, then from uh, Bergamo, we go to the game of the games, the Derby d'Italia, San Siro, Inter, Juve. The most important game probably in the Italian football with Inter on the second position. We just said that these two teams uh, struggle a lot in Coppa Italia, but they went through to the next round and Inter, they are in, well, not bad form, but they drew in Rome. They lost against Sampdoria, so for sure they need a reaction and the reaction could be, of course, uh, beating Juventus could be a huge boost for Contesman and Juventus on the other hand are pretty good in Serie A, three victories in a row. In the last season, Danny, we saw Juve winning both games and here Inter is a slightly favorite, probably because of that the values in Juventus in my well, Juventus did it two weeks ago in Milan. They went to San Siro, won 3-1, dominated the game. So they won four in the last five in the league. Uh, Juventus can lose. Probably that's why the value bet is with them, because if they lose, they lose touch with Inter, they lose touch with uh, Juventus, and probably the title chase is slipping away uh, from them. Juventus are a force, of course. They have the best squad in Italy by far. They have two or three of the best players in the entire league. So, you know, they are the champions and they should be considered perhaps at level with Inter in this game. The problem with Juventus is when they take command of games this season, sometimes they switch off. It happened far too many times in big games. It happened against Sassuolo, then in the end they recovered. It even happened midweek against uh, Genoa. So it's about concentration, it's about mental strength. Can Pirlo instill that into his players? Remember, this is a team that went to Barcelona, scored three and qualified top of the group. So obviously they got it in them. I mean, we're talking about the nine-time champions Juventus. Injuries to Dybala, the licked, that could be an issue for, for Pirlo. Maybe Quadrado and Alexandro are back. They could be negative to COVID. Inter, I think if they say to Inter, you take a point from Rome, they'll say yes before the game. But if you look at how the game developed and the fact that they dominated the second half and then they let it slip because of some defensive changes from Conte and they back down too much, yes, they will be uh, disappointed. The problem with Inter is sometimes they're not closing games when they can because they have chances. They are the best attack in the league with uh, 43 goals, but they only kept two clean sheets in the league so again they need to score more goals uh, let's look at the the statistics only three draws in the last 12 games between them inter hasn't won against juventus since 2016 so yes there is some value in betting for juventus but usually these games in italy are tight especially because i think conte is going to approach it quite cautiously so i would say under 2.5 goals which pays 248. OK, 
Okay, not many goals in the Derby d'Italia. I still think that Juventus are the biggest favorite uh, for the title, but for sure they need to get something out of uh, San Siro because Milan is getting away. They keep doing their job. We know that they lost against uh, Juventus, but they bounce back in the following game, beating Torino. Also, again, they beat Torino in Coppa Italia, but in the penalty shootout. So. 40 points for Pioli's men who travel to Sardinia to face Cagliari, one of the worst teams right now in Serie A. Four defeats in a row, now 10 games winless. So I guess, Danny, we should expect here an away victory. Well, Milan won all the away games this season, but one and uh, Delav Ibrahimovic back, who did okay against Torino in the first half. He was a little bit rusty. No Leao, though, who's been informed, three goals in the last five, still some injuries in midfield, but uh, Milan is showing great resilience, great team spirit. Uh, Pioli is doing a miracle with the resources he has. They will play under huge pressure because they play on Monday, so they knew or they will know already the results from San Siro. Depending on the results from San Siro, Milan could be certain of being Campione d'Inverno, the winter champion, which is basically who wins the first 19 rounds of fixtures. Now, the statistics says that if you are winter champion, Campione d'Inverno, you have 70% chances of winning the title. Bookmakers still think Inter is favorite to win the title, 3 to 1, Milan 4 to 3, even behind Juventus, 3.5. But if they get a result in Cagliari, I think the odds will change. Cagliari, desperate. No wins in the last 10, only one, flight, one clean sheets. In Florence, they missed the penalty with, uh, with, um, with Joao Pedro, then they faded away. I think uh, Di Francesco now needs a result, otherwise I cannot see him staying any longer. And I think Cagliari are going to try to attack more, both teams to score, I would say, 225. Okay, 225 for both teams to score is your last tip, let's see, because this is an important match day for the title race for the Scudetto. I still think, I said it already, that Juve is big favorites. Of course, they've been winning the Serie A for the last nine years. But let's see if the Milan clubs, or as you said, Atalanta, or perhaps even Roma, can get in the title race, at least, because Serie A is really exciting. As exciting as your Aka, Dani, surprise me, because you are either right or really close to being completely right. So last, last week we were right, this time the odds are not great, but let's try to do our best to give a good acca. So Bologna-Verona, double chance, X2, Sampdoria, Asian handicap of zero, Napoli win, Sassuolo victory as well, and then Atalanta to score in the first half and in the second half. And the total odds are 15.71. That is not bad, eh? you cannot always nail a 40... Uh, odds, Aka. Yeah, exactly. So it depends on the games as well, but let's see, Danny, next uh, week. Then thank you very much and let's talk very soon. Ciao, see you soon. Enjoy. So Danny is not expecting many goals in Derby d'Italia. These are his tips, but I also want to know your opinion. So let me know what you think in the comment section and you will have the chance to win a 10 pound free bet with Novibet. 
write a comment to participate in the draw and do not forget to click on the like button subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications remember you can listen to all our videos also in our podcast and next week we will be back with more odds on seria